Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. The gender gap, a difference in how people are treated based on gender, has received a great deal of well-deserved attention in recent years. This gap exists in societies throughout the world, including in the United States, and sadly, it has been around for some time. We have made a lot of progress in this area, but improvements are still needed. A gap existed previously in social circles for some time, as evidenced by men-only bars and men-only golf courses. It exists in boardrooms. In the past, women were considered as being unable to do certain jobs, and that was even reflected in job titles such as firemen, policemen, longshore men, and I'm sure there are others. The point is, society believed and accepted the theory that some, if not many jobs, could not be performed by women. That has been proven false. The job formerly called fireman is now firefighter. Policeman is now police officer. Women now drive buses and trucks, fly planes, serve as mayors, governors, and even as vice president. Attitudes about women have clearly changed. But how are women viewed as investors? Stated differently, are women better investors than men? In a number of surveys, both men and women express the view that men are the better investors. This seems to be a common belief. A number of studies have been performed on this subject. By the way, studies are much more involved than surveys. Perhaps the most noteworthy and most detailed study was recently completed by Fidelity Investments. Fidelity tracked the investment performance of more than 5 million men and women during a 10-year period. That is not a survey. It is an unusually large sample size. Keep in mind, many political polls use a sample size of about 1,000 participants. This considered 5 million results showed on average women achieve a 0.4% better return average than men. This 0.4% may seem small, but remember, even women think of men as better financial managers and investors. And for many years, many women did not invest. Many people did not expect this result. In the past, men worked at jobs outside of the home while women stayed home, cared for children, cooked, cleaned, and managed the household. Some work and household chores were considered manly, and others were considered ladies' work. Handling finances was viewed as the man's responsibility. Another important fact is that in the past, significantly more men attended college than women. This led to misperceptions about abilities, 
We now have sound evidence that women are every bit as capable, and maybe even more so than men, on average, of investing. That is the point of the study. Let's dig deeper into Fidelity's findings so we can understand why women outperform men in this review. According to Lana Capusta, Fidelity's head of women's investors, women took three important actions and performed them significantly better than men. First, they thought about overall goals and aligned monetary activities to achieve those goals. A lesson for us all, women and men, and then follow through. That's what women seem to be doing. Second, women's investing was consistent. Their plans were consistently carried out. A lesson for us all, women and men, is that consistent investing promotes compounding. And compounding, you remember, earning profits on profits is a powerful investing tool. Third, women took a long-term view of investing. They bought and held their investments. They did not trade buying and selling within a short time. Another lesson for us all, women and men, is that long-term investing reflects the fact that stock investments, on average, are the highest paying investments in history. The heavy trading, buying and selling often, that many men do, is risky. Women tend to take fewer risks in investing, and it has paid off for those in the study. We should also note that in a different study performed by the Warwick Business School for Barclays Bank, it was also determined that women traded less often than men and invested for the long term. This study found that women's investing performance was 1.2% better than men's. Pay attention to this, men. Pay special attention to what, on average, women do differently than men when investing. I believe that basic investing principles should work well for both men and women. But we all are different people. What works for one person may not fit for another due to personality differences and other reasons. I also find that knowledge and motivation are key success factors in investing. Women seem to realize this, and that may be a reason they are experiencing higher investment returns. Let's talk about some issues that impact women. First, the pay gap still exists, and it causes women to have less investable money than men. How have they handled this? It already recognized that women save more as a percentage of their income, and they consistently invest more. So they recognized the fact and dealt with it, that they needed to save more. They make better use of compounding, which is, as we said, earning profits on profits. Another factor, many women lose 11 years of being in the workforce according to studies, in part to raise children. This impacts their investable money and reduces the time women spend on investing activities for a variety of reasons. Women, again on average, tend to live longer than men. According to Ms. Money, 
women currently can expect to live five years longer than men. The gap in lifespans seems to be getting smaller, but it still exists. This means that women will need more money to live the longer lifespan. And they recognize this. Women tend to better assess the risks of investing, and that seems to provide them with higher returns. Something else women seem to be doing better than men is their homework. They have been more conscientious in learning about investments and asking the right questions, and that better enables them to make good investing decisions. Let's review some resources that are designed specifically for women, but I believe can also help men. Fidelity has an online resource center that provides practical tips on how to start investing, finding an investment advisor, and much more. Go to fidelity.com to learn more. I read as much as I can about investing, and I consider the advice and thoughts of women and men. One of my favorite financial commentators is Susie Orman. She is as knowledgeable about finances and life as any male commentator I know. She provides a wide variety of practical advice on investing, saving, insurance, wills, and much more. Susie Orman has a motto that she repeats in every presentation she makes. She says, and this is a quote, people first, then money, then things, unquote. She puts money into its proper perspective. I can't agree with her more. You can often find Susie Orman's presentations on public television. I suggest to men and women, college students and others, watch her shows. You will be glad you did. You can purchase books and other resources at SusieOrman.com. Susie will participate in the upcoming Hay House presentation entitled Empowering Women Live Virtual Event. It is a free remote presentation by a panel of experts that will, as its ad says, give you the tools needed to step into your power, personal and financial, so you can be the best version of yourself. It runs from October 25th through October 29th. Each session is about an hour and a half. I strongly suggest that you participate, women and men. If you can, I have to tell you, I am already registered. So why am I registered? Because knowledge is knowledge. As I said, I learn from both women and men. I expect that much of the discussion will be useful to both. Additionally, I want to know as much as I can about women's issues so I can pass that on to, to women. Some other resources are the Women's Institute for Financial Education, also known as WIFE. This nonprofit organization provides free information on all aspects of women's financial life, including being a widow, divorce, and retirement. For working mothers, her money helps women balance work life and motherhood as it promotes smart, empowered decisions. Its goal is to help women see money as a source of freedom and empowerment, not stress and anxiety. 
Savvy Ladies offers a free helpline, webinars, money blog, and courses. And we hope you all, women and men, will continue to use dollars and cents as a resource. My producer, John Del Rey, and I wish you, women and men, the best in financing in life. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.